0: Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello everyone and welcome into the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt. It is week two of Casey being on his California adventure. Uh, he, I don't think he has been to Disneyland yet as of this recording. Um, But by the time this episode comes out, he will have been to Disneyland, which is very exciting. I am anxiously awaiting the pictures of social media. Uh, So as awesome of a time as I had recording a solo podcast uh, last time, I, I decided that that was not the best route to go. For this week as well, um, so you know, many of you who listen to our Doctor Strange episode, you know that um, Casey is um, dealing with some MCU fatigue right now. He is just not quite as excited about the MCU as 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 I am. I am full speed ahead. I love all this content. Let's do it. Um, so I'm taking this opportunity to uh, talk about all of the MCU things. Uh, and so we're going to talk about Moon Knight today. And to do that, I'm bringing on a, a, a I would say, a familiar voice. Um, uh, so this person has gone and seen a lot of the movies with us. You've heard him give his instant reactions on the likes of Shang-Chi, um, I, Eternals, I think, as well. Yeah,
1: and maybe? the uh, Black Black Widow.
0: And Black Widow and Black Widow. So um, please welcome uh, my brother-in-law, uh,
1: Eric Morong. Hey everybody, good evening. Happy to be here. I, uh, I- I'm with you, uh, Matt. I have no MCU fatigue whatsoever. I'm like, let's keep them coming. I can't get enough. So I'm, uh, I'm happy to, uh, to be here tonight to talk about this with you. I'm really, really, really all about it.
0: Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Um, I'm so excited that you decided to come on. Uh, uh, you know, we always try to. I'm, I'm always trying to figure out, okay, who, who can I rope in to do these things? And I'm always trying to rope in new people because you know it's fun. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Um. All right. So Moon Knight, uh, you know, the latest in the MCU uh, Disney Plus series. But I will say the first one where they really are introducing the the highlight character is a totally new character. Of course, like WandaVision. We have WandaVision. We already know them. Loki. Clearly, we know Loki Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Characters we know, Hawkeye, same thing. Yeah, I know we're introducing Kate Bishop, and we've introduced other characters, but the main headliners have all been people know. So Moon Knight, did you know anything about Moon
1: Knight before this series? Nothing. (laughs) I knew nothing about Moon Knight before this series. So you know, I wanted to kind of prepare a little bit for this podcast to do it justice, and not to sound like a complete fool. So I looked it up, and because I was under the ignorant impression that like. Marvel was like, okay, Iron Man's done, Captain America's done, Thor, this is his fourth movie. So I thought they were making new comics to introduce new characters for these shows. But I found out that Moon Knight was introduced in a comic in 1975, which is crazy. I had no idea. So no, this was completely foreign to me. I never heard of Moon Knight until this season. I
0: have a Marvel encyclopedia, and it's very fun to uh, page through it and go wait, this character is a character? (laughs) This character exists? Yeah. Um, I'm in your boat. I I knew a little bit. I knew that he was a split personality mercenary person, Mm. but that was it. And I almost purposefully didn't do research because so often my views on the MCU are skewed by what I know of the comics. And I was curious to see... What this was gonna be, knowing nothing, because then my expectation—I have no expectation, Mm, right—and so I'm not like, oh, this run of comics was super cool, and I was hoping that they would do this storyline. No, I have nothing, no frame of reference, and I enjoyed that.
1: Absolutely, it's refreshing in a way, you know.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, overall thoughts, like just kind of you know, blanket statements on the series. What'd you think?
1: You know what I like about this six-episode series, and you could probably say the same for. Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision, but with the six-episode series, it's essentially like a six-hour movie. I don't know if I can say that, but what, so the benefit of that is like I feel like there's plenty of time to develop everything, to develop characters more, backstories, plot, and in particular, I feel like every one of the six episodes kind of had its own feel. Like, I don't know if you felt that. Like The first episode, to me, was them just like, stuffing it with as much of everything they could to get people to watch the rest of the series, which makes sense. But then I thought like episode two was a little more explanatory. Um, we found a little more about why the antagonist was doing what he was doing. We met Layla for the first time in person. Episode four was like watching a horror movie in a way. Oh, yeah. It was very horror inspired with the priest chasing him through the tombs. And um, episode five was just the most sorrowful heart wrenching thing you've ever seen. Um, And then like episode six was just like, okay, action now (laughs) to make up for episode five, which had like no action. So that's what I thought was really cool. I thought every episode was kind of like a standalone episode in that regard.
0: You know, it's interesting. You talked about the, you know, six hour movie. Uh, We talked about this in our Obi-Wan mid season update uh, on that episode a couple weeks back where if this was a movie. It would have been three episodes because about like, you know, you're 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 about at the three episode mark, maybe a little bit more. But you're wrapping up a movie like imagine this series. What would what would they take out to make this a movie? They'd have to take out like two and a half episodes. Yeah. And so either you're taking out some of the really uh, uh, meat and potatoes backstory that's fleshing it out or you're taking out some of the layers to it. And that just doesn't, it just doesn't do. I, I feel like the sixth episode is what they're settling into.
1: Yeah. Kind of like and
0: that, that seems to be the sweet spot where it doesn't drag on too long. Cause that was my thing. I, did you watch the uh, Marvel Netflix series like daredevil and Jessica Jones and all them? Did you watch I those? Did. Yeah, I did those. I don't know if you agree with me, but those always felt like they were just like one or two episodes too long.
1: You know, I do agree with you. I never thought about that till you just brought it up. But no, I agree. It's kind of like okay, we're doing thirteen episodes or however many it was nine, ten. So we need to fill it with stuff. Yeah, you know I mean, there was Some always of it,
0: one episode where you were like, nothing really happened here.
1: Yeah, they probably could have lived without that. Yeah, and to your point with this moon, I, I, I to answer your question. I don't think they could have taken out anything without it not making them sense to the, to the essence of the whole plot. So no, I agree. Yeah, it would
0: have definitely been rushed. Um, okay. Usually what we do now, I mean, we go least favorite character. So sorry, let's start with most favorite, most favorite character. That's a, that's a really weird, that's a really weird way of asking that. Who was your favorite character in this series? Let's try that.
1: (laughs) No, it's good. Um, hands down, uh, Oscar Isaac. Um, even though I didn't know who Moon Knight was. I've been a big Oscar Isaac fan for a while. I've loved a lot of his, his past movies that he's been a part of. Um, So he kind of intrigued me because I knew he was such a good actor, but I had no idea he was this good. I mean, th- this was outstanding. I mean, he, for those of you, I'm, I'm assuming I can... Spoiler yeah, alert. Yes. Are, like,
0: if, you, if you don't yeah. realize, spoiler alert, one, yeah. I mean, it's not like this is on the heels of the ending. We're, we're, we're two episodes... At the time of recording, we're two episodes into the next Marvel series. Come on. Got it,
1: got it, cool. All right, good. So that's good enough. So, I mean, the, the fact that he is portraying a character that has dissociative identity disorder, I often found myself like... It was almost like it was Oscar Isaac and then like his twin. Like it almost had me fooled, like subconsciously that like holy cow, like his acting is so different from his multiple personalities that I didn't even know it was the same guy. It was funny too. I found out that he actually, apparently, in order to act with himself, so to speak, he had his brother come in. He had a younger yeah. brother that would would come in just to help him do the scene. So I thought that was that was pretty interesting. But um, no, I thought he was outstanding. And what's cool is with this protagonist that he played. I feel like in traditional Marvel movies, the hero or the protagonist is normally pretty sane. You know what I mean? Like, good head on their shoulders, trying to do the right thing. And the villain, the antagonist, is the one that kind of has something wrong or is struggling with some kind of mental health. Um, But in this series, it was like the opposite. You know, like the antagonist, at least compared to, you know, the hero, um, is in a better mental state of well-being as opposed to the hero. So I thought that was really unique about this series.
0: I didn't think about that that um Ethan Hawke's character who whose name is escaping me
1: uh, I think um, Arthur Harrow. He,
0: oh Arthur I was like I knew it was Arthur I was going to write Arthur Harrow. Yeah, he does kind of have this calmness about him. You know, he isn't the red skull um you know low-key bravado type thing, real humble guy, you know, very much invites Stephen Grant and Mark Spector. In I think like it's just this this very calmness, and um, that's kind of the calmness that that we like out of a hero. I mean, that's why Batman is so popular. Mm. Is that he's just yeah he's got a lot of issues, <laughs> but <laughs> he's just so calm. Yeah, like in in control. You never feel like Batman is out of control. He is in control of the situation. Whereas you're not really convinced of that with Moon Knight. Yeah, um, and and I I, I want to bring like drive home that comparison a little bit more because that's what I was hearing people say about Moon Knight. Oh, it's Marvel's Batman, and I remember yeah. thinking. I don't think that's correct.
1: <laughs> and yeah, no, I think and, that they're just looking at that from like, the outside perspective. Like he he's jumping over rooftops and he has a cape and he has like his own thing that he throws, like Batman. But yeah, when you actually watch the series, it's like, oh, no, man. Like on the inside, there's not nothing even like
0: Batman. No. But you, you are correct. Like it, the, the, the shining moment in this movie, th- throughout a movie, uh, it, I mean, pretty much is a movie, uh, throughout this series, every episode, especially episodes. Uh, one and five mm. like five especially when they're going through like the backstory of all this just the acting chops of oscar isaac to be able to play two different distinctly different people that change accents so you're not just changing accents but you're also changing demeanor and 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 movement and it, it, like it, it's it's not just as simple as um it's not just as simple as Oh, yeah, I just, you know, play a different character. Like, that's hard. That's yeah. really, really hard. I mean, I, I acted once, I, eighth grade. Um, <laughs> I guess I did some church things, but, you know, th- that was like church. Uh, it was different. Um, but I did, uh, I was the male lead because there were only two males that uh, auditioned in Honk Jr., yeah to my knowledge there's no video evidence of this and um i am not one that is like one to get embarrassed but uh i think this would be the thing that would embarrass me so i'm very happy there's no and i'm pretty sure the only people out there that saw that would be like my parents i don't know if my sister came that'd be something to ask my sister would be if she saw me in honk jr and yeah. then uh, uh, the bulk of the family, which is a good family of friends. I think it was just uh, Kevin and Carla that came. All right. So shout out to them coming to see me in Honk Jr. Um, when I was in eighth grade, that had to be horrible. <laughs> man, I got <laughs>
1: to talk to the in-laws. There's got to be some footage of Honk Jr. Somewhere. Because but,
0: see, the thing is I'll bet there isn't because, you know, that's all like, you know, you can't tape during the shows.
1: All oh, right, right. Man.
0: So, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, to my knowledge, there is not. So I'm very okay with this anyway. But It's hard. It's really hard to act and then to play two distinct characters. And then again, spoiler alert at the end for that hot second play, a third unique character. Well, then there was
1: even that there was even that part where like Khonshu kind of takes over his body and then starts talking through him. You remember that one episode? Yeah, that's right. Even another one. This is like, it's remarkable.
0: Yeah. Um, Khonshu was the one that, I mean, let's be real. Oscar Isaac, amazing Awesome, Kanshu I thought the other one, the other character, that he wasn't this all-powerful god that did everything right all the time. Like he was fallible. Yeah, uh, and you you flip flopped between. I like this character, and oh my gosh, this character is the worst. <laughs> um, yeah, always... kind of didn't know how to feel about you. Like, I think I'm on your side, <laughs> but then you do a couple things that are like this. I, I, I'm not sure, and I, I really liked that again that layer of character.
1: Yeah, he's always he's yelling at everybody. He's always accusing people. He's calling them names. <laughs> you know, like and like the same thing. that like we talked about the the main antagonist being Arrow real calm, level-headed. And then when Khonshu comes trying to plead his case, you know, it's like leadership 101. Like the, the more you yell at people, the less they respect you. And that was kind of like his whole thing. It's why he got him, segregated against from the other gods. So I agree. And like when you think God, you think they're going to be this perfect entity and it wasn't the case. So that was really refreshing to see.
0: Yeah. Um, did you have a least favorite character? I was thinking about this earlier and because there's really not that many like main characters in this.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I that that is a hard question to answer. I thought the same thing. I mean, if I if I had to choose, there's maybe this is more like a moment from that character that made me go, "Huh." It was uh the the hippo goddess T- Tarouette. It was <laughs> yeah. that, that last scene of that episode where she kind of shows herself and smiles and waves, and they all do that. It was almost like an over oh, the top scream. I mean, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was where I got a little. I know Silly's too harsh of a word, I was like, oh okay, this seems. No, yeah, you're right. Of point, it, it was
0: I it, it was meant to have like the what shock factor. Yeah. Um. I I also sorry. I'm going back to favorite too because this is and this kind of ties in. I thought Layla too. Like the the actress who played Layla. Yeah. Really, really well done. Um. You know, it's it's it. it she was not like the damsel or anything if anything she was more in control of the situation than mark and steven were yeah, yeah, <laughs> um absolutely so um like I, yeah because i didn't mind arthur harrow i wouldn't say he's my favorite mcu villain mm-hmm. but i also didn't like i didn't think he fell completely flat
1: no no he did it justice. as i'd say
0: yeah and then i mean everyone else is just kind of like their side people but uh, yeah, I, I really didn't think there was ever a character that I was like, oh my gosh, I just dislike this person.
1: Right, like I didn't think there needed to be any recasting of any of the characters, I think it's a good no, way to put it. No,
0: no, and, and they really didn't introduce that many new characters. I guess really the, the biggest thing they kind of introduced was this idea that the Egyptian gods all have avatars, mm. and so like that council coming in, and I don't know if that's something that's like gonna come into play later, I don't know, know. Um, but otherwise it's not like we had to learn a bunch of people's names. There was just like, Oh yeah, there's this generic henchman and he's, you know, with Arthur Harrow and we're probably going to see him in three to four episodes. And, (laughs) and you know, the, the night, you know, the, the security guy in episode one who we saw for, you know, a hot second and (laughs) then never saw ever again. And so it wasn't like, like, like it was riddled with characters, nothing like Eternals was where it's like, okay, who's who's who can I get like a, a card to keep track please like I'm still trying to figure out all of the Eternals' names I have to look them up because I don't remember them
1: <laughs> yeah yeah same here but yeah I think the the MCU in general they do a great job of just casting in general you know what I mean like they get people that are just phenomenal actors period at least for the most part that's how I feel about it
0: well and this is another like you know cultural thing where you know the Layla is an, mm-hmm. I, I believe she is actually Egyptian like she's yeah. not she's not a white actor playing a e- person who is Egyptian she is actually Egyptian mm-hmm. Um so there's just some more you know and the setting is mostly Egypt and so that's a different setting than what we've been in you know it 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 it, it felt really this is a series that you don't need to know anything about the MCU to watch this series and that was Absolutely. one thing that I thought that 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 was unique about it, is every other series that we've had kind of needs like a okay before you watch this you need to know this like Wandavision you have to know that that this has happened and Loki you need to know at least that this has happened and Falcon and Winter Soldier here's what's happened whereas this not really you can just watch this.
1: Yeah, exactly. Total standalone film. Absolutely. And, you know, to your point about Layla, I mean, being culturally responsive is, is kind of like the thing right now. And I'm a I'm a teacher, as you know, and like even at, at Teach Band. And one of the things we're trying to do as band directors is program music that is culturally responsive to the students that are in front of us. So now... People are going to look up at her and be like, oh, my God, that's the first Egyptian superhero. I mean, that's really powerful. So now people can see themselves in that role and they're inspired by that. So I think it's really cool that they're clearly making an effort to be responsive and to try to be more inclusive with the the demographic of people watching their shows.
0: And I really love Moon Knight's outfit, but her her outfit with I believe it's Silver Scarab.
1: Yeah, we know what the like, Halloween costume's going to be for girls like oh, year, right. Here, right? Man.
0: Like that that is an interesting one like with you know, I'm trying to think of like what comes out around Halloween because the problem with all of these series is um you know, we we're so quick to forget that um you know, I I'm 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 not figuring we'll see something along those lines, but I'll be honest. I would do a Mr. Knight where, like, get the suit and, like, get in an yeah. all-white suit and dress up with the mat. Like, I would totally do that. I would I would walk around in a white suit and pretend that to be a sharp look for Mr. Sure. Knight. I, I liked that transition, too, that both Steven and Mark had their <laughs> unique Moon Knight outfit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was really cool, for sure. I agree with you. All
0: right. Um, episode. Like, uh, was there an episode that really... Stood out to you as like this one was way better than the rest, and I guess we can wrap up this question too. Was was there a one that just was like okay, yeah, you know, just uh, this one just didn't need to be there or something like that?
1: Um, I never thought about that like an episode that didn't need to be there. Um, I will say my favorite one for sure was episode one. I mean, I I would imagine in that first episode, like I mentioned earlier, they they purposely kind of stockpile that with whatever they need to, to make sure that people come back and watch the rest of the series. Um, But I thought they did it in a way that it didn't seem stuffed. Like I think it flowed really well from beginning to the end. Um, I thought it was just the epitome of a hook episode. Like I don't think there's anybody that watched that first episode and was like, all right, now I'm done. Just because there were so many questions that needed to be answered. I remember, you remember the first scene in that first episode? The first scene was where Arthur, he broke the glass and put the glass in his shoe and started walking with it. That's that right. was the first scene. There was no dialogue. You didn't even see his face. So just from that very first episode, it was just so dark and mysterious. It's like, ooh, like I'm, I'm bought in. Um, well, I remember this is something that WandaVision did where the
0: first three episodes. So in you know, episode four, we kind of get like the here's what's going on. But the first three episodes were like, what's happening? It was just yeah. dripping with intrigue. Yeah. And I felt like this had throughout like there was some intrigue of, you know, episode one. It's it's oh, my gosh, what is this? Who who is this guy? And, and he keeps right. blacking out. And then he's got, you know, everyone's defeated and he's got a gun in his hand. What What's what's going on? And even I remember episode four when he gets shot and then all of a sudden he's in an insane asylum. And you're like, wait a minute. Is this what what's happening <laughs> Yeah. And, and that's the kind of stuff that keeps you coming back is this building of intrigue. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I thought this series did a really nice job of building intrigue and, and, and being unique. I mean, uh, that, a story we haven't heard before and a, a, a way of telling it that we hadn't heard before. So I, I'm in agreement with you that maybe there were some parts like the, like, you know, you mentioned your least favorite part, like maybe there were some parts that kind of fell flat, but I didn't think there were any episodes that really fell flat, which I mean, if you only have six episodes, you, you kind of can't have one that falls
1: flat. Right, exactly. They better all be good. Did, did you have a favorite episode?
0: I, I, not really because like there's certain reasons why I liked certain episodes. Like episode five was really good because it reminded me of that penultimate episode of WandaVision where it's just, you get this walkthrough backstory that just really fleshes out who this character is. And is like just well acted, well written, really powerful. Um, but also the, 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 Mm-hmm. how do i say this um like the back and forth between the insane asylum where it's like is arthur harrow real is he not mm-hmm. um you know kind of that tomb raider indiana jones feel in episodes three and four and episodes one and two with this like well, where is this going how is this going to happen even okay i knew that mark specter was going to be in there well how does he Get into this story. It's clearly Stephen Grant is who we're going for, and how does he get into this story? And right. I, I, I thought this, just in general, was one of Marvel's better series, and, yeah. um, and I feel like no one's talking about it for a reason that I'll get to in in, in a little while. But uh, I, I feel like it's not talked about as much as some of the other ones. So um, I guess we can kind of you know transition now into like, okay, so we've had the six episode arc. Clearly, Marvel is doing the Marvel thing, which is and what they do best, which is develop the person behind the mask Mm. and not just the hero, because let's be real. The hero of Moon Knight is really not in this series a lot.
1: Yeah, and what's cool, is to your point, there was even those, like, it happened in the first episode and the last, where apparently he just kicked a lot of butt, but they never showed anything. You remember that, when he was in, like, the truck, and he was running away from everybody, and he would yeah, mark Spectre, but they showed nothing. And even in the last episode, where he finally defeated Arthur, they didn't show any of that last scene, when he turned into... The third personality. So you're right to your point. They're focusing a lot more on the character as opposed to the the action of him, you know, defeating the bad guy, which is it's kind of refreshing. Yeah. So I, I guess that that's kind of my question. So you liked that? Um, be because like, no, I, at, at first I thought, oh man, it would be really cool to see that. But then it's like you respect the fact that they didn't do that because well, one, it kind of leaves it up to the imagination. It's, you can kind of, it's like reading a book. You know, I mean, you can kind of think about what happened. And but but two, it's it's just, you got to respect the fact that that's different and that that's new. You know, yeah. it, it, you got to respect that.
0: To me, it it's like the, okay, if this is a standalone series that is not part of the MCU and we're not doing a season two of Moon Knight, Moon Knight's never being seen again, I don't like it. But I'm assuming that Moon Knight is going to be show, showing up somewhere, whether this is a season two, whether this is in another series, whether this is in another movie, I'm sure he's going to be showing up somewhere. Yeah. And, and so... I like that, you know, again, the reason that Marvel has been king over this over DC and other, you know, things that have tried to create a universe is they develop who the who the person behind the mask is. That's the human quality. That's who we as normal people connect with. I don't connect with Spider Man, you know, on a oh yeah web swinging. I can do that. No, you you know it, why he connected with teens was because he was dealing with teen problems. Yeah, you know why 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 do we connect with any of these heroes? It's because they're dealing with problems that we're dealing with. Yes, um, absolutely. And so you know, I, I think in this case, um, I don't think that many of us are dealing with uh, an identity disorder. But in terms of mental health, Mm. I think a lot of us are dealing with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We are for sure, man, especially post-COVID, man. You know, like very, very relevant to what's going on today, for sure.
0: Yeah. So so that's where but I I will say it was that last. I'm curious on the I really liked the reveal of the third personality, Jacob Tremblay, I believe. Um, But I I do kind of wish that they would have revealed that and shown how he defeated Arthur Harrell, like just had a minute and a half scene, kind of like a uh, episode eight uh, star Wars throne room battle scene type thing. Mm. Like where Ray and Kylo Ren just, you know, take it to those Praetorian red Praetorian guards and Snoke. And Oh, you're just like, Oh my gosh, this is the greatest. Yeah. Um, I-, I do kind of wish that, that they would have, like just revealed the personality then or revealed maybe just that the, like here is the third personality. We're not, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't have made sense in terms of then the, the final, uh, the final ending because Harrow would have already known, uh, Harold would have, or Harrow would have already known that there was a third personality, but um, that, that's, that, but again, like you said, I, I, I appreciate that Marvel sticks to their guns and says, we're going to do this and this is how we're
1: doing it. Absolutely. And I think, uh, I think there was even a part where that happened. I think Layla goes, she says something like, what was that? <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, we don't, that gives us nothing. <laughs> like we have no clue yeah. what happened, you know? Yeah. But yeah.
0: So uh, what, do you, what do you hope to see next from Moon Knight? Are you hoping to see a season two? Are you hoping to see him kind of transition into other stories?
1: Uh, what, what, what are you, you kind of hoping to see? Well, you know, I'd like to learn a little bit more about that. I think his name was Jake Lockley, I think was. Lockley, not Tremblay. Trimbley.
0: Jacob Tremblay's an actor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah Lockley,
0: someone, Lockley. Okay. Yeah, I'd man, like some really, more about
1: him. You know, that, that'd be cool. really it'd be doing cool. it on
0: this podcast tonight. Holy cow.
1: <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. Uh, so it'd be cool if, for like, maybe if they did a season two, how cool would it be if they like showed that scene? Huh? Like in the first oh. episode, like that would be like him actually fighting Arthur, like there, and even like maybe the car chase scene in the first episode. So that would be cool to see. Um, m- maybe a new villain would kind of be cool. Um, you know, I love you guys did a podcast. I don't know if it was specifically about villains, it could have been, but you had brought up how in these more recent Disney movies and Marvel movies, are kind of, well, I guess more Disney movies, like Pixar stuff, they're getting rid of the villain. You know what I mean? So, but I, I just love a good villain, man. You know, so it'd be cool to see another good villain. I mean, I'm so looking forward to Thor with Christian Bale as this new villain. Because, I mean, again, casting. I mean, what a perfect actor. That guy can do anything. But yeah. so I'd like to see another good villain. Um, and you'll maybe see what Moon Knight's connection is to the MCU. You know, like you mentioned, this is a really good standalone series, which is fine. But it'd be cool if they maybe brought in a character that we knew or put him into a series that um, that we already know about. So that might be something I'd like to see.
0: Yeah, overall, I am curious how they're going to bring all these characters into the greater story, or whether they're not, or Mm -hmm. whether they're just going to kind of keep them. You know, here they are, they're in this universe, but Moon Knight's dealing with a different problem than what Black Panther is dealing with. (laughs) Yeah, we got
1: Egyptian gods over on this side. We're good to go. (laughs) Exactly,
0: exactly. I mean, anything MC always begs the the question of, huh, there's two giant gods fighting in the middle of Egypt. Should we call, like, you know... (laughs) The Hulk or something? No, 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 no. That's probably fine. Um, I mean, the 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 one that gets me is when um are you do you know Honest Trailers on YouTube?
1: Yes, yeah, I've seen a couple of those. Yeah.
0: Um. So it was Age of Ultron. Uh, the uh, one for Age of Ultron, where they talk about all the movies in between, you know, Avengers one and two, and it's like. When S.H.I.E.L.D. was falling and, and, and they were going to kill three mil- billion people, the Avengers didn't assemble and goes through all these like huge <laughs> things of like the Avengers didn't assemble. But when Loki's scepter might be in a remote Hydra base, the Avengers assemble all in
1: that business.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs>
1: that that always
0: that. made me laugh. And that's just one of those like. I get it. It's a flaw. I don't care. I'm looking past it. Right. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it's just purely entertainment from the you know from the broadest perspective. You know. But no, I, they're they're hilarious. I love watching those. Yeah. The uh, yeah. So the how it should I don't know if it's by the same guys. the How it should have ended. You ever see those? Yeah. 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 I the have,
0: how it should have ended. I like those as well. Yeah. Um. Because because that those are fun for that medium of like showing like oh yeah there was a really simple. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's 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 like the um from Doctor Strange. Uh, uh, have you seen that movie?
1: I, the first one, not multiverse of madness. Oh well,
0: yet. then I will not. I will not say this. Me, yeah, I haven't
1: even watched that podcast of yours yet on that one because I haven't yes. seen the movie yet. So yeah, gonna,
0: you you yeah. you miss out on Casey's rant of his. He doesn't like the the MCU, which you know I will say. We we threw up that poll in the in the Facebook page, and and I mean we didn't get a ton of it. so small sample size, but that's okay. And but we just see you know about a third of the people are like, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit of fatigue. Which no. I mean it's it is a lot of content like it it, it it is you have to have a big appetite for a lot of content well and especially for a lot of people who are disney marvel star wars like y- y- there's just so much i mean right now i know i'm struggling to keep up with i've got obi-wan kenobi and ms marvel holy cow yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, i got is- two episodes i gotta watch and and you know for yeah. me with working and and then t- coming home and taking care of two kids and then doing other stuff like my life does not revolve around content <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I actually, I I woke up this morning at like five forty, and I couldn't go back to sleep. And I remember being like, "Oh man, I just can't go back to sleep." Well, might as well watch Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> <And so laughs> there you go. I before <laughs> I went to the work today. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um but uh yeah, he's he's he's. I, I I do think it is interesting to see what happens with the MCU of whether I mean. I think Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness just crossed like the 930 million mark. So I mean clearly it's wow. it's uh, I think it's international not domestic. Um okay. so clearly it's like from a money standpoint $930 million is pro- it seems pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. no kidding, absolutely. Yeah, I get yeah. I feel like Endgame was kind of like the the pinnacle. That's what it all kind of culminated and came to fruition, you know. I which is I one of my favorite movies of all time I mean, just so oh, yeah. well done in my opinion but th- that's a- another podcast you've already done but so I kind of get why like after that it's like okay we're kind of stuck but it's again it's, it's all entertaining you know you think great great acting great character development you can empathize with the with the characters they're portraying I mean th- there's so much good from it so and I guess just different sorts of different folks like I said I have absolutely zero fatigue I mean I'm, I'm it's now especially because it's summer for me I'm a teacher so I'm like Binge watching stuff hardcore as soon as I'm done with it, I'm like, All right, next, please. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, gone.
0: On. On. The, the one episode a week really does help because otherwise, I mean, mm-hmm. I remember when the Marvel Netflix series came out, I like tried to, you know, sprinkle in an episode here and sprinkle in an episode here so I wouldn't like eat it all up, but it got to a point where you're like, I have to find out what happens next. I just have to, I have to finish this off. It's like, a, it's almost yeah. like a good book where you can like do chapter by chapter, but like you get to that last third and you're like, I can't stop. I have to keep
1: reading. (laughs) That is a great comparison. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. All right. We're going to play a game of, do you agree or disagree with my statements on Moon Knight? We've already talked about some of them. So one of them was going to be like, I am disappointed at the, like the lack of Moon Knight. Uh, But um I, it, it seems like you disagree with that statement, that you liked kind of that direction where they go and they focused in on the person. And now that I'm talking about it, I think that's 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 correct. So are you, are, is that, am I reading that correctly?
1: Yeah, so I, I guess that would be a disagree. You know, I, I like it, yeah, the yeah. fact that you don't see a lot of him because I like that it's different. Um, I like that it leaves a little more to the imagination. And it's kind of like, you know, quality versus quantity. Yeah, you know I mean, like, granted, you're right. It's not a lot of action. You don't see him fighting a lot. Um, but the fight scenes that you do see, I think are really well choreographed. And I think you remember more of them. You know what I mean? That went like that last episode where they're they're running on opposite sides of the pyramid toward yeah. each other and he knees them in the face. I mean, I'll never forget that. But if that would have went on for another 10 minutes, it's like it's less stuff that you remember, you know? So I, don't know, I, would, I would disagree. I, I like that they kind of kept that a little more of a minimum as opposed okay. to the previous Marvel okay.
0: film. Next one. Arthur Harrow is a good, not great villain.
1: Oh, man. That is such a tough one. He's de- definitely good.
0: Yeah, I don't think I, he's bad. I, 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 I don't want to go as far as bad, but I guess I'm trying to think of like, okay, here's how I do this with any kind of ranking thing in my head. I'm like, okay, is he better than Loki? No. No. Loki is is mm. top dog and villainy in my mind. Is he better than Thanos? No. I mean, ultimately, those are going those are your two top yeah. dogs. Going to be kind of hard, yeah. kinda hard we, to
1: beat. You know why that might be? Some I just thought. I feel like because like uh, so Tom Hiddleston who plays Loki. Like to me. He, Loki's like his role. Yeah, you know I mean that's who you identify him with. Uh, I'm trying to think of another another villain from previous Marvel movies that are like that. Were like that was their, their breakout role, their best role. Ethan Hawke's been in so much great stuff. Yeah, you know I mean he's got such a great career. So maybe that's part of it. Because then when I see him as a villain, I also see him in like you know other stuff that he's done. So maybe it's not as believable. If that makes okay. sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean. Again, we talked about how it was refreshing, but I just thought, I thought it was good. I thought it was very, very good. Um, And almost though, I mean, okay, let me make this argument to it. Did he need to be a little bit more toned down in order to let the character of Moon Knight and, and Layla and let them kind of fill the space more? And yes, we have this antagonist over here, but we really want you to focus on these two people.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. I have to agree and disagree at the same time on that one. I don't know if I can do that, but you bring up some good points. I got to think about that one after the podcast.
0: Yeah. Okay. My last one. Hollywood has a habit of doing giant CGI fights at the end of movies. (laughs) And a lot of times we are very critical of them because it just is like giant CGI fight the CGI fight at the end of Moon Knight is, is the blueprint of how Hollywood should do third act CGI fights. And uh, let me give you my case here. Okay. Where you have, you know, big finale, you've got uh, the, the alligator goddess who looks fantastic and you've got Khonshu who are dueling it out. And then you've got uh, Oscar Isaac and Arthur Harrow who are dueling it out. So you have the two avatars slash disciples and the two CGI people fighting it out. So it's not just like, giant cgi battle it's yes there's a cgi battle going on but it's also Mm. in the context of this as well so it wasn't too much didn't feel over the top it felt like yep this is a good finale with big you know big spectacular thing but not in like a. I mean i remember the first time i watched peter jackson's king kong i was just like oh my gosh we're still going this movie (laughs) is still happening
1: yeah yeah oh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a good point. Well, I feel like you're leading the horse to water there, so I'm going to go ahead and agree.
0: Uh, so, I <laughs> but, mean, you can say no. I just, I just that was like, I remember watching going like that. That right there is how every movie yeah. in Hollywood should do it.
1: No, yeah. no I agree. When you, when you put it that way, you're right. I, I didn't think it was too long. I didn't think it was too short. I thought it was really well done. So, yeah. So you're asking, would that be like the good, like the staple of the blueprint, I think you said for it? I mean, absolutely. I think it was a great, great way to, end, especially because like the episode before, it had, I think like no, action no fight sequence so i think that's what made it so like they didn't really need to go that hardcore in terms of like the time they have a big cgi fight you know what i mean because when when you put it in relation to the episode beforehand i thought it was perfect
0: this is this is a random thought that that i remember thinking when as i'm watching all these marvel series like think about tv when we were a kid tv was the low budget place You, you know it was Single camera, you know, one set, you know, one or, you know, or, you know, three or four main sets that the characters hung out in. If they went somewhere else, it was like, whoa, <laughs> um, it, 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 the the idea, you know, that that you would it, it was your low budget thing. Like that was it. Mm. Um, if they did do CGI, it was really bad and, uh, <laughs> you know, comically bad. I mean, I, I remember. Uh, like Disney Channel original movies when we were kids, like when they would use CGI it was just just laughable bad. But that's the budget that TV had. I mean, the fact that that fight scene and uh, those characters look as good as they do, and this is TV. This isn't a movie. This is television. It looks that good. That That's just nuts of how, how we've changed on that realm. It's just crazy to me.
1: It is. Yeah. I, I, uh, I watched an interview that Ethan Hawke did about his experience, you know, being this character. And he said it was the best set he'd ever been a part of. I just like the, the crew, the resources they had, the facilities. So I, I'm sure that's a big reason why they just got all the best stuff. <laughs> I mean, they can do whatever they want with, I would imagine, relative ease because now they've had so much practice, of course, making these movies with these insane CGI effects. So yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, 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 uh, and now when you watch anything, anything else that's like below that is like you can tell <laughs> it's yeah. not it's not Marvel.
0: Yeah. Well, and I do like we're kind of curbing away to like Star Wars, especially doing this. So they're going back to more of the puppetry practical effects. Because mm. I remember I, 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 um, I, heard, I was listening to a podcast on Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park and the iconic scene where the the cup of water ripples that's someone under the cup with a guitar string, pulling it back and For letting real? it go. That's cool. And I'm like, that's, that's so cool because I think so too much happens in Hollywood where we CGI things that don't need to be CGI. This was the, um, the green lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds Where like his outfit is CGI and it looked awful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's true yeah you're right there's a little bit of magic in trying to actually make it happen without a. Computer. yeah
0: like it gives it gives it a sense of realism like i think there's a reason why the mandalorian is shooting these scenes with like the big you know the big screens around them that immerse them into the world because it just makes it so much more believable same with when you're talking to an actual puppet it makes it more believable than you know you're talking to nothing or a stand-in for something not that you know that's bad that still works but Right. Um, I, I think it's, it's, it's just crazy how like big budget these and, and Disney plus is not the only one that's doing this. Let's be real. I mean, yeah. the Lord of the Rings series comes out on Amazon, uh, Amazon prime video. I want to say like fall oh, wow. and I want to say they spent like a billion dollars on that or something like that. Like they, it, it this is not like a, Oh, ho-hum. We're just going to tell a nice little fun TV story about Lord of the Rings. Like <laughs> they, they went all, they're going all out. <laughs>
1: awesome. That's exciting. Can't wait for that one.
0: Um, Anything else before we we wrap it up for the day? Anything, any other thoughts on Moon Knight or uh, any other Disney, Marvel, or Star Wars things you want to, like, get out of your system while you've got a microphone in front of you? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh man, yo, know, not not really. I don't want. I feel spoiled just being a part of this one episode. I am going to go ahead and quit while I am ahead. But I just want to say thank you for, for having me here. I think what you and Casey are doing is awesome. That the best thing about this podcast is it's called Beers and Ears. You don't need to be a huge Disney fan or beer fan <laughs> to uh to to get anything out of this. I mean, the things you guys talk about are, are outstanding, and every episode is remarkably done. So I want, I am really really proud of you. I am really happy with the work you guys are doing, and I am really happy to be a little part of this through this episode. So thanks for having me. Yeah, we appreciate it,
0: um, and we appreciate you coming on because uh, um, I, I, it's it's nice to have someone to talk to on this podcast. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, uh, I haven't uh, heard the one you did by yourself, so I got I, gotta I, I with
0: honestly you. okay. In all seriousness, I don't think it turned out that bad. All um, because right. if if uh, for those of you that 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 um, uh, my my parents will going to kick out of this. I, I'm I'm good at talking. I'm I'm really good at talking. I like public speaking. I, I, I like doing this kind of stuff. So the idea that I would, I just like throw a mic in front of me and talk, I'm like, heck yeah, let's do it. Um, <laughs> so awesome. it, it was, it was good for what it was, where I was like, shoot, I gotta, I, we had just done, you know, every so often we can skip an episode and throw something up there and be like, Hey, life got busy, but we don't want to do that all the time. We want to make sure that we've got great content. So, um, uh, so yeah, I just did a little like here's what, here's what's upcoming. There's a lot of Disney stuff releasing in the next like four to five months that we're just starting to hear about. And I'm really excited about it. starting with, I mean, at the time of recording Lightyear comes out tomorrow. So, um,
1: oh, yeah, uh, you, right. know, we,
0: you know, summer is in full swing here. So, um, yeah, so, uh, we're going to, it's closing time. Uh, we're going to close up the the shop here. I almost flipped into my discontinued on display, close out the tour, but uh, <laughs> we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us beers and ears nineteen twenty-eight at gmail.com, Facebook group, beers and Ears Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at BeersEars nineteen twenty-eight. Uh, You can check out SorcererNetwork.com. We're starting to populate some more content there. Um, I know I am working out the kinks in live streaming, making sure all the settings are good. I have experimented with that. So I'm going to be doing some live streaming of some Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars video games and, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. else. I want to play because I can do whatever I want. Um, <laughs> but there's also some fun articles and we're hoping to do some YouTube content as well. So like it's we're really starting to kind of ramp that up as as we can while also, you know, like taking care of our families and things like that. Um, as always, rate, review us, uh, especially on Apple podcast. Five stars, five stars. If you haven't done that again, even if you just write "Hey, great pod and put five stars, that really does help us. Um, I'm going to raise this glass of Sunny D that maybe has something more than Sunny D in it. <laughs> Wait, what, you, you drank a beer on this episode. What, what did you drink on today's episode?
1: Oh, so I'm drinking Moore Brewing. Shout out to Moore Brewing Company. They got a location in Villa Park, Illinois, in Hunley, Illinois. I'm drinking their Open Fields. It's an American cream Ale.
0: Ooh, ooh, a cream ale. I'm interested. I know we we did a we had the magic mirror one when we played villainous um, oh, that awesome. you got us. That's what we. That's what I brought to the to play villainous with. And more brewing is really good. So I agree with you. Shout out to more brewing if you're in the Illinois area or if you can get it outside of the Illinois area. I don't know. Um, definitely check out that brewery.
1: I'm hoping more right. listens to this and sends me. Oh yeah,
0: beer. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us and give us free stuff, we'll happily talk more about you. Uh, you know. <laughs> All right. We will see you next time, everyone. Bye.
1: Bye. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.